This podcast is brought to you by MediShare, affordable and biblical health care sharing. Visit MediShare.com slash unpacking it. You deserve affordable, reliable health care. It's MediShare. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast presented by MediShare. I'm Bryce Johnson. This is the show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Today on the MediShare guest line is former NFL wide receiver Jeremy Kelly. He now works with the Buffalo Bills as their alumni manager and it's a cool job, so we'll talk to him about that. But incorporating former players into the current organization and keeping them connected, and then also you know serving them and helping them in their post playing careers, uh, really important. And, and so it's a it's a great role. So that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun. It's almost like something like yeah, that'd be, that'd be, I could do that. That'd be cool. That'd be great. I love what I do here at Unpacking It. But I can I can see myself having fun with that. The former players. Uh, like, I love current players, but I probably have a soft spot for the former players. Uh, I guess those are the guys that I've gotten to know here in Charlotte. Um, and then to see them and what they're doing now is is cool. So I've got a friend of mine who played in the NFL and, and now owns multiple fast food franchises. Uh, the same franchise, but different stores. Uh, but it's cool. It's cool to, to hear about, man, he, you succeed in, in, at one you know, sport, and then you're able to find something post-career. Uh, it's 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 neat. So it's great to have guys like Jeremy Kelly who can help point guys in the right direction and help them uh, with that with that transition a little bit. And we we've had multiple guests come on and talk about that transition and and talk about you know life after football. It's just uh, it's an interesting topic for sure. These careers are short. The, the you know playing careers are short for most of the guys. Very few are like Tom Brady. Uh, actually, no one's like Tom Brady. So we're seeing we're seeing some quarterbacks stick around a little bit longer. But still, it's that three and a half year average for most of these guys. And so then they're they're alumni. So and then they got to figure figure out what's next. But also you know stay a part of the the franchise as they can, which is which is neat. All right, so we got a lot to talk to Jeremy about including his trip to Israel. So uh he's got some some great stories to share uh, about his time on on a recent trip. He actually just got back uh within the last week or two. So uh we'll hear about that before we jump in. Let me thank our presenting sponsor MediShare. They're an innovative healthcare solution for Christians looking to save money without sacrificing on quality. My wife and I have been members for over 5 years. MediShare is a biblical, affordable alternative to health insurance, so I recommend you checking them out and, and figure out if it's the right fit for you and your family. You can go to medishare.com/unpackingit. 
metashare.com slash unpacking it. Find out uh, some more information, get some quotes, and, and figure out if it works for you and your family. So thanks to MetaShare. All right, stick around at the end of the conversation with Jeremy. I'll give you my big takeaway, something to unpack a little bit further. But here we go. It's Jeremy Kelly. Bringing you unique insight into the faith and character of guests from the sports world. Unpacking it with Bryce Johnson. Joining us now on the MetaShare guest line is former NFL wide receiver Jeremy Kelly. He played his college football at Maine and then professionally in the NFL, the Canadian League, and the Arena League. He spent time with the Colts, Broncos, and Bears and retired from playing in 2016. He is now the Buffalo Bills alumni manager, engaging with former players to enhance their lives. Jeremy, it's great to have you back on Unpacking It. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I think I need you for an intro every every day. I get up. <laughs> hey. right there with some juice, man. You brought the Let's juice go. right there. We're, we're fired it. up. I love it, man. Fired I, up. We're doing we're doing great up. We're doing great up here in Buffalo, man. As you can see, out back, we we got a little bit of sunshine this time of year. We'll take it. Uh, we always this is you know people always say ah you got the snow you know you should be used to it. Look, you can get used to it, but you're always you can always get sick of it. Come a time March and April come around, so so we're 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 forging through, man. Hoping for for brighter days. So when's the last time it snowed? You know, uh, actually, I think we had some flurries last week, like oh, wow. right around the time I got back from my trip. There was there was a, there was a couple out there, but um, you know, it's, it's it is what it is, man. It is what it is. You know, you just kind of deal with it until you get there. So. Almost golf season, man. That's what I'm waiting on. There you go. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, of course, it's it's been the NFL off season, and the NFL has found a way to to be in the news and stealing headlines, even in the middle of March Madness. Which I I love March Madness. I love the NFL, but now I got to kind of pick and choose right now. But curious, your thoughts just being a part of the NFL. What have you made of these last couple of weeks? Because really, this has been as crazy as we we've ever experienced. Well, there's one thing you can understand about the NFL, and it's going to be 365. Believe that the shield, the shield will find a way. And so we've seen that this off season. Uh, it's exciting for football fans everywhere. It doesn't matter what club you're associated with, man. This league is filled with parody and excitement, and 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 it's going to be an entertaining season yet again. So, you know, strap in. Was there a move that uh, caught you off guard or that you feel like has the biggest impact? What what, what jumped out to you? Uh, there's always moves that make you go, whoa, right? There's always, there's always a couple. We just, we, we just saw one yesterday, right, where, where we see uh, Tyreek Hill heading down to Miami. Unfortunately, we're about to see him twice a year now, but it is yeah. what it is. Um, right. um, but, but nonetheless, uh, you know, we're very excited here in Buffalo to see that uh, we're going to have a, a guy like Von Miller, that caliber you know, um, to join our club and, and add and be a piece to what we already have here. I think it's, you know, it's from an alumni perspective. I take it back, right? If history repeats itself here, we go back to 1988, 89, you lose a divisional round or AFC championship, you lose a divisional round, then you go to four Super Bowl straight. Yeah. Man really really similar to what we've what we've seen the past couple of years here and then and, it, and there was a piece that that was added back then uh in cornelius bennett mm. right 
Maybe Von Miller's that guy. Maybe Von Miller's that guy. Either way, man, we got a we got a great cohort here, uh, a great great staff from top to bottom, and hopefully that the uh, I know I know my legends are loving it. I know that I know they are the Bruce Smith, Thurman Thomases, all those guys. They're on the sidelines. They're in attendance, man. They're ready for every game, man. They're they're here in Buffalo, so uh, we're just taking it all in, man. Just enjoying the ride. Well, it's been a, a really exciting last couple of seasons, really sh- since Sean McDermott took over, since Josh Allen's been there and, and all the pieces that, that have been added o- over the last couple of years. But what have you noticed and what, what do the alumni recognize as far as kind of the culture shift or, you know, really uh, the essence of what's being built in, in Buffalo? What, what are some of the characteristics that, that stand out and, and make this, this new era of Buffalo Bills football so special. Right, right. Well, I, I can speak to this. Um, having come in with the same regime, Sean McDermott, um, in two, back in 2017, they, there was a culture shift. There's no question about it. That was tangible. Um, mm. Now, that said, past couple of years, we've also been removed. We've been remote. So I can't really speak to too much of what's going on. I just know this. I know that the culture in Buffalo um, – is is a place where players can come and be the best version of themselves of themselves mm. excuse me right and that's key and i think that's why you're starting to see these these big you know uh, blockbuster names start to say hey okay let me let me go up there right and number 17 helps with that too as well right oh yeah um, but but i can speak to this i know that our our alumni i'm gonna speak you know firsthand uh, have great relationships with our with our staff right mm. they feel welcomed Cool. Guys want to be back in Buffalo. They want to be a part of what's going on, and they are. Uh, and so, again, stuff uh, that takes place on the field sends a ripple effect, mm. right? And it affects everybody that's surrounded, right into the community. And there's, you know, when this city is, uh, when this team is going, the city is busting. And so, um, you know, it, it, it really is something that is, uh, um, it's just, uh, it's just tangible in, the, mm. in a market that we have here in Buffalo. That, that's awesome. And of course, your your role working with the alumni, you know, you're you're serving them and, and helping them in, in their kind of life after football type of thing, uh, which I want to hear more about. But but just as far as their connection to the current team, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I was listening to an interview the other day with Ray Allen from the NBA, and he was talking about how important it is. He was looking at it from the NBA perspective former players being connected, like going to games and, and being there and how much value that brings. And it was very interesting to me just to hear his thoughts on it. And so how have you seen that uh, play out and, and what really is that value to, to have those guys involved? Not yeah. just not just honored once a year, every once in a while, but to really be a part of things. Right, right. No, that's, it's priceless. It's priceless. Uh, one of the things that we do, I, I call that bridging the gap. I mean, think about being, you know, uh, the top of the top in, in whatever whatever industry you are, and you get to talk to the best of the best, spend time, pick their brains, right? Bob Miller and Bruce Smith have a relationship that dates back to about four or five years ago. Cool. You know, so I know that they, I just got a picture texted to me earlier today from Bruce, him and Bob sitting down talking, right? There's, there's, there's relationships there. You know, we bring guys back uh, to spend time at practice. We bring guys back to make them available to our current players, uh, for those reasons, you know, so they can, so they, one, you know, know the past and understand the tradition and the history, but more so, they utilize them as a resource to, to get better, right? You're talking about gold jackets hanging around, right? I mean, there's only 300-something of those guys, man. You better 
take advantage of that. And we want to make them available. We want to make them accessible to our players. And so uh, our coaching staff has welcomed that. And, and I'm thankful for that. Oh, that's great. No, I, I love it. And, and being here in Charlotte and, and as a Panthers fan, seeing a lot of the guys still living here, still involved with the organization, it, it makes a difference uh, for sure. So I, I see it here in our own community. Um, all right. So at, with that role, working with, with alumni, what are some of the cool projects you're working on right now? And, and, and maybe even what, what's uh, a former player doing that, that people should know about? Something cool that, that, that you're aware of that, that a former player is uh, now working on in his post-career? Mm. You know, I, I, tell, uh, I tell everybody so often, there's so you know, oftentimes when we see former player or we see, we see something on ESPN, it's typically not always for, for the better, right? It's, mm. it's typically something going across the ticker that we don't want to see. But, man, there's, there's so many guys out here doing positive things, excelling in business, ascending in their careers in whatever industry they want to do. I know Keith Rivers is a former linebacker, USC guy, and, and spent some time here with the Buffalo Bills, is now an art collector and a high-end collector, working with Sotheby's and things of that nature. We got uh, a cohort of players that have an investment company that are in everything from hospitality to franchising. And so uh, the stories, continue, they can go on and on from that, from, from that perspective. And so um, internally here, we're, we're, we're building. We're, we're looking to be creative and integrate our guys into everything that we do here at One Builder Drive. I know that. Um, and, uh, you know, aside of, aside of uh, you know, big things coming up for, for this season, I should say, there's just, there's always something. I can't really point. We don't have any big anniversaries or, or anything along those lines, but um, every, every time the season comes around, there's always, uh, there's always a weekend where we have a ton of guys here and it's great for fans. It's great for the club and, and we enjoy it. I love it. Very cool. No, that's great, and 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 what a fun fun role I imagine that is that, that you get to be get to be a part of the franchise and then and work with the with the the legends and and the guys that have, have been there before. Serving. So uh, we're serving, man. That's all. Yeah. We're serving. I, I love it. All right, so I got to hear about your recent trip. So you went to to Israel. You just got yeah. back yeah. within the last week or so. So uh, what what was the the purpose of the trip, and and how was the experience? It was incredible. Um, purpose of it, I mean, really, it was an opportunity that presented itself to me about la- really, really last minute. Um, and it was with a cohort of about cur- 15 current and former uh, uh, NFL players. And so everybody that had a walk in their faith, you know, so it really was just about fellowship. It was about education and history um, and with, a, with an overarching ministry that's known as Israel Collective. That's really created. That was, that was established and created to shed light on the state of Israel, and in the true sense of the Middle East and understanding uh, the landscape over there, if you will, everything from, from uh, a biblical history right up until the present day and, and the politics that lie within. So, um, we walked away, man. It was overwhelmed. It, it, at times, it's almost like trying to drink from a from a fire hydrant. Uh, you really had to sit down and process and and go back and and look at your videos and, 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 and just kind of try to comprehend everything that you heard and witnessed in that day. Um, but we were there for roughly nine days. So uh, we got a lot. We did a lot. We made our way everywhere. We, we from, from Jerusalem down to the border of Gaza, all the way up to Golan Heights. And it was filled with, with culture. And um, it was an experience that was, I, I say indescribable, even though I'm describing it, but it, it truly was something that, um, 
these my words wouldn't even do it justice to be honest with you it was amazing it was amazing so in what ways did you uh, you know experience god's presence how did your faith grow while there and and even since kind of processing it so there were so many moments uh and, and 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 i'm sure the guys that we were with each had their own but there were moments that we got to experience together um and i know you know one of the things that comes to mind when you're going through a, uh, some of these tours, we went to the ancient city of Jerusalem, the city of David. And when you're standing there and the guide begins to read scripture and it's describing the landscape that you see around you. Wow. The Bible comes to life. It's cool. And that story feels real. And ever since then, man, you're reading that word different because you've been there. You've seen these places. You've context. been to the southern. You've been to the southern steps, to the Temple Mount. You know all these different uh, locations throughout, and, and understanding, you know, the timeline of it. Going to the Garden Tomb is is incredible. Uh, we all we we had a moment that was uh, one that I know I'll never forget, in which we were sailing from um, uh, Capernaum, and we were going uh, we were across the Sea of Galilee. We were on a boat, and man, it was just. It was nighttime, you know, it was kind of, the sun was setting, and it just got real quiet. And they stopped the boat. And man, one of the guys we were with started, started reading the verse uh, about when they saw Jesus walk on water. Ah. And to, to be there and to visualize what that must have felt like, man, that was a, that, the pre, there was a presence there at that time. And so, um, yeah, 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 it was special. It was special, man. We really enjoyed it. Oh, that that's neat. And and what about just being with the other guys? And I imagine the the bonds that are formed, even you know, with nine days, but experiencing no that together. What was that like? Yeah. So you know, I'm, I mean, and there was a handful. I think I knew maybe two or three guys prior to going on that trip. Uh, and there were a couple other guys that either uh, crossed paths and playing or, or college or what have you. Um, but for the most part, everybody did not know everybody. And, you know, we had a couple of alumni that were, you know, they played in the 70s, 80s, and we had a couple of guys that are still current, right? And so you had this demographic of, of the NFL brotherhood, which is automatic, right? But but when you first get on a bus and you first meet each other, everybody's, you know, you're feeling each other out. You don't really know, you know, it's kind of when you walk into a locker room, everybody's not best of friends right away. But by but by day two, three, four, man, that bus was jumping, right? Oh, that's <laughs> cool. But we started to get joking and, and all that stuff. And so um, there was there was a couple of guys that said, man, I ain't laughed this hard in years, right? And so uh, that's what it's about. It's that 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 brotherhood, man. When you when you break it down, there's only twenty eight thousand of us that ever played this game at the highest level. Mm. That's it. That's it. And everybody understood that, right? And then and then you, you factor in being brothers in Christ and experiencing what we did. Um, together, which is really a, a one-in-a-lifetime chance for many, you know, yeah. to be able to travel over there um, to the Middle East and, and, and Israel and do everything that we did. So it was it was special. It was special. I'm, I'm very, very grateful I got that opportunity. That that's neat. Gosh, hearing you talk about it makes me makes me want to make make that trip. So I, I gotta. Man, I highly encourage. It. Yeah. No, that's neat. What was there? one thing that stood out as surprising or, oh, I didn't realize that or kind of caught you off guard a little bit, uh, just something that you saw or they told you about or it connected some dots with something that you'd, you'd read in the Bible before? You know, I'm sure there's there's a handful of things. One one thing I can say is well, floating in the Dead Sea. Oh, yeah. Trippy. That's a trippy feeling. I can say that. That was something that just – 
that caught me off guard for sure. Like yeah. you hear it, right? But when you're actually just like you're just floating in this water, not kicking your feet, moving your arms, that's that's a weird feeling right there. Um, but but uh, I would say there was a sense of home, of, of home mm. and belonging when you're in Israel. Mm. And I don't I'm not comparing that to Buffalo, New York. I'm not that's not what I mean. There is a sense of like a spiritual belonging there. Huh. And a lot a, a lot of guys, I think almost everybody shared that. It was, it was like you like you were comfortable. Um, you know, you can you can you can have in your mind you don't know what the street, you know, is it dirt streets, is it the roads, and you don't really know what to expect if you've never been. And when you go there there was just a sense of just a welcoming, everybody was pleasant. Um, you know, I mean, English is a second language spoken there, so communication barrier wasn't wasn't you know too far off. Um, but when you see how people are the culture, and you see how uh, the folks that we encountered were just they treat everybody, and, and, and it was always offering food or drink or wow. something. On it was just it was a it was a great feeling, man. And um, I guess you could say you know maybe you're taken back on that because you all you all you see and hear from news is is you know combat and a volatile environment not that at all uh. not that at all it was and it was incredible not to say i i believe that it happened you know and there's certainly you know we we we, we got the the landscape and the history and we know what's serious to the north and gaza's to the south the west bank and we know the state of of the nation over there but when we were there people are joyous and you know we were there during shabbat as well we got a chance to celebrate that which was an, another amazing experience um so i don't know if that has something to do with with it everybody's kind of winding down right but wow. uh it was great it was great man well th- thanks for sharing that's uh that, that's uh, like you say kind of a one, once in a lifetime opportunity especially going there for the first time that's that's mm-hmm. a special to, to see the bible come to life and uh to have that that context is uh man that's that's remarkable well Kind of going beyond the, the the recent trip, we haven't talked to you in in a couple of years, and of course, the last couple yeah. of years have been challenging across the board for for everybody. But just for for you, in what ways has your faith grown? How, how have you been been challenged personally, and and maybe in what ways has has God been moving in in your life, and, and something that you can share, and, and maybe be an encouragement to to our listeners today? Yeah, I'd be glad to. Right. So so one of the one of the reasons that that I was once this trip came to me and I was adamant about taking it was I felt the spiritual need to reset. Mm. Um, there, there was, there was, you know, you can get so caught up in obviously and everything going on. And I shared this with one of my brothers while we were standing in the garden of Gethsemane. Um, you know, I was, um, there was, there was times I felt convicted and there was times I was very encouraged uh, by the, by the guys there because they were able to you know there I could tell man he's casting a word mm. they're pulling a scripture that I can tell that they've they've been in it right and, and when you're going through COVID maybe you're, you're you know we ain't able to be in person and worship and, and do those things right on a regular basis like we usually would and then when you add in a season right where you you're missing out on Sundays right and um, you know all these things and you can't attend Bible studies or certain things in person it's different when you're in person. Oh yeah, you get to worship, right? And I felt as though I was—I lacked that spiritual muscle that I once had, mm. and I wanted to get that 
that back. I needed them reps mm-hmm. is what I kind of referred right. to it as, right? This was this was going, I was going to get reps, man. I needed, I needed to get back in it and get some fellowship and talk about the word and have a Bible study every morning while we were there. And so for me, man, I just left filled. When mm-hmm. I went there feeling like my tank was extremely low, right? You wow. can you can do your little daily devotionals and things of that nature, but when, but when you were the group, man, it's it's different. And mm-hmm. so for me, uh, it encouraged me in that way. I got to build that spiritual muscle back up. But then uh, aside of that, um, I've also sensed a, 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 a stillness and a peace since I've returned ah. that. And, and, and I've I had this conversation with another individual who's, who said the same thing coming back. There's almost like a comfort because you went and saw and his word is real. That's right. And now it's like, be still and know that I am God. Anything that you were dealing with before, I just showed you that this thing is true. Mm. I just showed you that I that I exist, uh, you know, and, and you need to trust in that. And so there's uh, there's been a stillness that uh, that I'm, I'm just trying to embrace mm. and, and do what I can to stay in that word and, and see what God does to lead the breakthrough in, in my life. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I imagine that. Yeah, that hunger for for the word is it has intensified. That makes sense. No, man, come back. no question. Yeah. No question. It was that. Like I said, when I when I first started, it was it was that reset. Mm. It was that reset. Sometimes we need that, right? We can get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life. And for me, um, that that trip uh, provided it. That that's neat. Well, I, I love hearing that, and uh, that, that's encouraging uh, for all of us today. Well. Uh, Let's talk about some of the other stuff you're you're up to. Um, I, I see that you've got a, an a, an event with the Children's Hospital coming up in in May. So so you're involved yeah. with, with them. What 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 are you, what do you have going on? What do you, what do you, how are you connected to them? Yeah. So um, I, I can shed some light, man. When, when I first came back to Buffalo a handful of years ago, you know, one of the things that I wanted to do was getting rain and kind of dig my heels into into something and and. and in the community space. Uh, now, fortunately, this didn't come by my own efforts and might. It just came by doing the right things and people noticing work. And I was offered the opportunity to hold a hold a seat on the board for Oshai Children's Hospital, which um, you know has has really gotten some great national recognition this past the past couple of years uh, with Josh Allen being affiliated and all the work that he does uh, with the with the foundation. But um, uh, I've hosted an event uh, last year. It started really in concert with a good friend of mine. Who, who just wanted to, to give back. And I said, man, why don't we, why don't we just hold something simple? Why don't we just hold a little happy hour or something, get some people out again, everything that, you know, places are opening back up. We can, we can gather and, and, and be, be in a place together. And it was flawless. We had three weeks to pull it off. I don't know how it happened, um, wow. but we did it. And everybody said, uh, you know, Hey, what about next year? And so here we are, uh, May 19th, we're going to be hosting what we call Party on Pearl. It's just a, at a Pearl Street is a, is a street here with a, with a phenomenal entertainment venue. And um, we're going to be doing our best just to support the kids. And, and the thing about it is a rooftop um, uh, location as well. And you can see directly to Oshai Children's Hospital. Wow. And so, you know, we're hoping to tie that in a little bit this year, do something a little bit special and really just trying to raise money uh, for the kids here in Buffalo, New York that need it most. Oh, that's excellent. Well, well, good, good work. And that's a neat, neat idea to, to get some momentum and run it back another year. So that's, that's great yeah. to hear. Yeah. Wish us luck. Wish us luck. I hope we, uh, I hope we don't bite off more. We can chew. 
Well, that's always part of part of the game for sure. I, I know that doing doing events and you're like, oh, that was fun. Let's do it again. And then it, you got to take it up a notch and it gets it, it can get a little tricky. But you're doing it for a, for a good cause, so that's that's excellent. Well, what about the off season for you? How, how do things change uh, just with your role? Do you, do you get an opportunity to? take vacation beyond what you, what you just did or, or what, what happens in the next couple of months? Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a big vacation guy. You know, this was probably the longest trip I've ever taken away from work. But uh, for me, man, I tell, I, like I said, like the alumni don't have an off season. Uh, True. Things, things, things slow down. Right. But there's always uh, some type of resource that you can provide to somebody. I'm always kind of doing a little bit of something, but this time of year is fun. You know, this, typically this is where the golf invites start to come. You get to spend a little time with guys around the country and whatnot. And so, um, or even here in Buffalo, uh, as, as those requests come in. So, um, this is, this is a good time of year where things are a little bit slower, but typically you're always kind of preparing for the season that's about to come, the amount of work that goes into that in training camp. You know, we're, we're about to come up on April. Training camp starts in July. It's about May, June, July. It's not that far away, right? So uh, we, we just look forward to the sunshine here, getting outside, enjoying it, swinging the sticks, and, and we'll be right back in the mix of things before we know it. Nice. Well, how's your golf game? How, how, do, you, how do you hold up against uh, – or the other former uh, players under construction, man, under construction. I just, uh, you know, so, so I, I went for, I'll tell you a quick story. I, I just started to take a few lessons from the, from a golf channel pro that resides here in Western New York. And uh, this is the best advice he gave me. He said, he grabbed me by my shoulder. He said, JK, I'm going to tell you something. It's not you. It's the tools. I said, I knew it. I knew it, man. I knew it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm a tall guy. I needed to get, I, you know, I'm, I'm using hand-me-downs from a buddy that I had, you know, uh, been, work, been working with. I'm thinking, you know, they're, they're, they're advanced. They're advanced clubs. And, and I'm thinking, you know, as the athlete, the eagle we have, I'm like, all right, if I can learn to play with these, I can learn to play with anything. So I've been, so I just ordered my own set custom clubs. So I got those coming in uh, within within a month or so. So so I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for this year. I don't I don't plan on putting them down. Uh, but but to answer your question, game's under construction. Hey. Game is under construction. So check back with me later on in the fall. There you go. Well, no, it gives me some hope too. Maybe it's maybe it's the clubs. I, I need I need to get some different clubs. Look, I can tell you this, man. This is one of the reasons um, I played golf. I think, you know, as as a receiver, right? We look at we look at our our, our position as a craft. It, it's like any position of football, but but as a receiver, it's an art form. It's a craft. It, it, it's such a technical technical position, um, and I think golf is that same way. And and you can never perfect it. I mean, you're watching the pros do what they do. They swing it from the trees too. They're oh. in the sand too, right? <laughs> now sometimes when they're in the sand, they did that on purpose. But we don't. But uh, when when you can when you can perfect that and you can work a craft and it's a game you can play for the rest of your life, man, I, I see myself uh, trying to be great at it. So um, it's just a matter of how long it takes to get there. And that's it. How patient you can be to keep going. The perseverance. <laughs> exactly. Need. exactly, man. Boy, it, it's it's going to test your faith now. It's going to test. Right. You. There's no question. When you're out there, man, man, you go through it. You go through it. No, no question. Is, is there a, a former player, teammate, or, or somebody that you play with that, that's a got game that was a football player, that's a good golfer? You know, you be there's a lot of guys that play. I mean, that, you know, there's a lot of guys that play. Um, you know, uh, Drayton Florence is a phenomenal golfer. Who, who Drayton played for a handful of NFL clubs, including the Buffalo Bills. Um, Lee Evans, former franchise receiver, oh, yeah. phenomenal golfer. Yeah. Um, I had the opportunity. Um, 
to play. Uh, I've played with Bruce a handful of times. Bruce and I um, like to get out, and I went to the Hall of Fame. And the people, you, you'll enjoy this, right? This is this is this is a Hall of Fame uh, foursome. And Bruce said to meet us at the T at 8 a.m. And I show up, and it's Emmett Smith, John Randall, uh, Andre Tippett, Bruce, and myself. Whoa. I'm thinking to myself, there's there's people that'll pay 50 grand to play with this crew, and, <laughs> and I'm uh, we out here swinging, you know, for free. And so uh, that was an amazing time. But Bruce has got game. Johnny Randall's got game. All wow. Play. They, D yeah, they, they, they play some golf. Nah, they they play some golf. There's no question. Okay, I, I, think, yeah, I, I think I think Bruce actually walked away with a couple of dollars that day, and that's the wrong person to let win, man. He is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know we've we've had punters and kickers on the show. I think talking about golf, and they seem to be pretty good at golf, just based on their repetition and all yes. that kind of things. Brian Brian Mormon's a very good golfer as well, all pro punter. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of guys out there that can that can play the game now. Play the game. That's that's neat. Now we we get some of the guys out at our unpacking a golf tournament every every fall, so it's it's fun to fun to oh, have. Oh man, I need the invite, man. There you I go. Need the invite. Come, Come on, on down. Come on. Absolutely. Yeah, glad to. I'm it's glad the, to. during the season, so it's a little tough. It's on it's on Monday in October, but oh yeah, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. I know it's it's tricky. So it's hard to get some of the current guys, but. Uh, but yeah, we, we try to get some former players, but, uh, well, man, great, great having you on the show today. Appreciate you coming on and great to, to catch up with you and excited to hear about the, the Israel trip and man, it encourages me and I'm sure listeners too, that we got to figure out a way to get there. So that's a good, good challenge, but, uh, but thanks and, and, and good, good job with all the, the work that you're doing. Man, I appreciate you having me. This, this is fun. Always good to catch up, man. Uh, anything I can do to serve or, or assist, please don't hesitate. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Jeremy. There's Jeremy Kelly with the Buffalo Bills, alumni manager, alumni engagement, former NFL wide receiver, joining us here on the Unpacking It podcast presented by MediShare. Sharing the personal side of sports, this is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. And we're back in studio to unpack our conversation with Jeremy. And, and man, I loved hearing about Israel. Gosh, I, I got to figure out a way to to get there. And if you're a listener, maybe you want to go too. So let me, let me know. Maybe we'll we'll figure out a way to plan a, an unpacking it trip to Israel. How about that? Let me let me see if there's any interest out there. That'd be that'd be neat. Uh, so my, my big takeaway was him talking about a spiritual reset. Now we may not go to Israel this year in in the next coming years, but there are certain times where we get that sense that we need a spiritual reset. Just kind of the, the, the rhythms of life, the patterns, the schedule, the passion, you know, th- th- we're just kind of off. We're, we're off in, in our relationship with the Lord and we're, we're not you know, experiencing fruit or we're, we're just kind of, just kind of lost in, in some ways, right? Um, we, we may still be pursuing God and following Jesus, but things are just a little little off. And so at that time, we just we got to acknowledge it and, 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 and have a reset. And, and I do think there's great value in getting away. Last year, I, I, I realized the benefit of a solo retreat or an afternoon just getting getting away. 
uh, and spending it with the Lord in in silence, in in prayer, in reading, um, finding just a, a place that's that's secluded. So I think there's there's that you know whether that's monthly or quarterly or twice a year or you know finding some rhythm to get that reset to to, to really block everything else out and do that. Now, of course, a trip to Israel is great. Uh, going on a, 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 you know, a church retreat, a men's retreat, or, or something like that is, is great. Uh, it gives you that, that reset. But I don't think it always has to be something overly dramatic, but I do think it has to be something outside of the kind of normal rhythm uh, if you're really sensing that, 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 that disconnect. And, and you, we know it. We know it. We go through those seasons. You're like, man, I've just been so bogged down by work or life and, and, and some of your priorities uh, you know, have gotten out of whack. And so th- at that point you go, all right, yep, I need a reset. And of course we turn toward God uh, when, when we need that reset. And, and so we do that. And then Jeremy talking about, you know, the spiritual muscle, uh, you, you get a little, uh, little doughy, you get a little doughy, right? I can relate to that from a physical standpoint. Um, but also from a spiritual standpoint, we got to build up, build up that, that muscle, so to speak. And, and that comes from, Time with the Lord, time in word, His Word, time in prayer, and we build up, we build up that that spiritual muscle, so to speak. And and so we got to get the reps. We got you got to take the reps. But consider, you know, evaluate your own life, life, and figure out. All right, do I need a reset? Okay, maybe not right now, but and hopefully we don't get to that point, right? Hopefully we we stay consistent and and we stay you know committed to to God's Word every day and and committed to to carving that time out to be with him in a in an intentional way but then also being intentional throughout our day as well we're with God all day right uh we don't have to only be with him in the morning um but I talk a lot about that on this podcast because that's I think that's a challenge for all of us day in day out to live life with him but but also to to refuel every day and and be built up in in his word and starting starting our day with his word on our mind uh, as we as we go about our day is is crucial. So Jeremy was talking about his tank being low. We can all get to that point. I, I get that. Uh, I appreciate him acknowledging that, admitting that. So we can learn from from one another. And you know, one, we want to do whatever we can so that the tank doesn't get low. So we we learn from that the next time. I'm really bad when it comes to my gas, and all of us are dreading going to fill up the gas right now. But we allow our gas tank to get low. But sometimes we allow that to happen in, in life too. Our spiritual tank gets a little low. We're not experiencing fellowship. We're not going to, to corporate worship at, at church. Uh, we're, we're not diving into the word. We're not having spiritual conversations with other people. Um, you know, a number of things. Uh, we're not reading. We're not meditating. We're not uh, taking those those solo retreats or getting away in, in, in time of, of silence and just allowing God's voice to, to be heard. To, to allow him to, to really speak to us and, and so that we're, we're, we've blocked everything else out to really listen. If we don't do those things, our tank's going to get low. And so in order to fill it up, we got to at least take, take a step. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it is a drastic step. We're like, all right, I need a reset. I need a full-blown reset. You flip everything upside down. You make some major changes. Uh, but other times it's just recognizing it and saying, all right, tomorrow I'm going to start my day in the Word. And then tomorrow I'm going to do it again. And then tomorrow I'll do it again. And then we we get consistent and 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 ask somebody to, to to hold us accountable. That that's helpful as well. 
uh, have people in our lives that, that challenge us and, and keep us keep us going as well. So hopefully something in there is encouraging to you. I, I think in many ways we can relate and, and appreciate Jeremy for sharing today. So there you go. Jeremy Kelly here on the MetaShare guest line. I'm Bryce Johnson. Thanks for listening today. It's great to be with you. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected, and through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast presented by MetaShare. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.